For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, good evening, guys. It's it's really awesome to be here. Good evening to those in Nigeria. Good afternoon to those in Canada. I think those in Malaysia should be around 4 a.m. right now. So I guess it's a good morning midnight. Uh, oh, Father, I will worship you. 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 Worship you. You know, basically, I, I feel, you know, the the story of Elijah, if you if sit down, you try and check it out, we we'll discover some, you know, some very, very, you know, significant season that represents significant seasons in the life of a believer. You know, the Bible made us understand that Elijah is a man of like passion. So, as much as possible, if I, if it can happen to the great Elijah, it can also happen to you. If Elijah can, you know, if Elijah can do all the powerful things, all the miraculous things he did, which we can do much more in Christ Jesus, because, you know, we, we, we have access to unlimited anointing through Jesus. Do you get what I'm saying? You know, during the time of Elijah, there was nothing like the Holy Spirit residing in, in the heart of men, in the body of man. But here we have Jesus made that possible. He made the impossible. What seems impossible, he made it possible. So we are in a era that we can do much more than what Elijah did. Glory to God. So, the story of Elijah, like what I said, it signifies, it shows a significant point of or seasons in the life of believers because if we read the story before elijah was the same man you know was the same man that decreed that rain would not fall for three and a half years do you know what it means you know to speak that without boldness without authority for you to confront a whole nation for you to confront the king of a nation and you prophesied and you declare it in fact elijah said he said by my word it was not even the word of god it was Elijah's word said, By my word, there will not be rain. There will not be rain for three and a half years. And the Bible said the heaven was shut up. It wasn't the plan of heaven to close up, but it was because Elijah said it. Elijah said it. And for you to come out and say things like that, it, it takes faith. It shows that you have, you know, you so much belief in the words of your mouth and you so much belief. In the God behind the, the God that is the performer of the words that comes out of your heart. It shows how much faith Elijah exhibits and how much goodness Elijah exhibited or exhibit. Forgive my English, exhibit. He said there's not going to be rain. And that was not the only powerful thing and you know the things who seems impossible that Elijah did. He had to even call for a contest. He had to call for a contest. Just to shame the the of just to shame Ba. And he did it excellently well. And he did not just do it alone. He had to slim the prophet of I killed them. He killed them in their numbers. He killed them. Now, this same man that was able to do all these powerful things, all these magnificent things all things that seems so impossible a woman told him that you know i'm gonna kill you just one person one person this was the same man that held a whole nation to ransom by the words of his mouth 
this was the same man that killed prophets hundreds of prophets in their numbers this was the same man that had to put to shame eh, the gods that some set of people has been serving for thousands of years this was the same man that had to call fire right from heaven to do you understand what i'm saying like fire pouring from heaven just like rain was pouring fire poured from heaven that same man caught fire from heaven it was the same man that one person one person sent a word to and he began to shiver he began to shiver you know where i'm really taking us to where i really want to point out tonight is just two things i'm just talking about two things my my session is just about two things the first of all is fear and the second is faith what happened what happened to elijah what exactly happened why would elijah have, that has done things like that in fact i was just thinking whosoever is in their correct mind i did not expect jezebel if she was in her correct mind she shouldn't threaten elijah after what elijah has made them go through she should know that she's signing a debt a debt is it debt warrant or what do they call it a debt she's just signing a debt contract by confronting elijah but imagine she's successfully with her own boldness and courage because she had to exhibit boldness and courage and you know i'm sure in the life of elijah there's nobody that has confronted elijah in that manner elijah has always been the one confronting people elijah has always been the one exhibiting his feet and his courage but this day a woman one person exhibited her own courage by facing elijah so it sounds strange to elijah so elijah got scared and he began to shiver he got scared to the extent that elijah entered depression and he was thinking of he was having suicidal thoughts Elijah fell into depression. He was having suicidal thoughts. In fact, he was praying. He was praying to die. He was not just wishing. He was not just having a thought to die. He was praying to die. It's it's suicidal thoughts. He had to even pray it out loud that God just take me, just take me. I can't I can't just take it anymore. Just because one person exhibited, confronted Elijah, one person, not even an army. A civilian, a civilian confronted Elijah, and Elijah began to shiver. Elijah began to shiver. You know what? The story and that part of Elijah, the book of First Kings, chapter nineteen, is trying to tell you, myself and yourself, is that the information, the things you feed on, the you know. The, the, the things you are allowed to enter into your heart determines how you will behave, determines how you will react, determines how you begin to live your life, determines the kind of result you will have. Determines the kind of result you have. Because Elijah held on to the message of fear, because Elijah held on to threat, it begins to manifest in his life. You know, I wrote it in my notebook. I was saying it takes two good news to kick out one bad news. Do you get what I'm saying? It takes two good news to kick out one bad news. Bad news is as, is as, is as, uh, you know, is as crazy as that. When you listen to one bad news or you entertain one fear, before you can get it out, you need 
a lot of good news to get out bah, one bad news is as crazy as that because bad news promote fear and when fear grips you before fear gets you know you can let go fear can let go of you you need to sit down with the word of god and come to a point that you sit down with it you begin to confess it you pray in tongues with it and all sorts it takes you know it takes fear just grip you all of a sudden it grips you boom and you know faith you build faith through momentum that's why the bible says faith comments by hearing and hearing faith is being built true momentum that is why you don't hear once and build faith faith comes as a result of your continuous and you know your persistency your con your consistency your persistency that is how faith comes in fact you don't have to listen to any bad news stories before fear grips you you just have to sit with the media sit with television from morning to evening and listen about corona and see whether you you will not be scared you'll be so much watch documentaries watch this just one day just sit down use eight hours straight sit down buy popcorn buy all those things and just watch update on corona for eight hours and see whether fear will not grip you after eight hours in fact you don't want to shake your your if you are married you don't want to shake your wife you know even you will tell your wife you maintain social distance if you are your you are with your family and everything. you don't want to relate because because fear would have summed itself up and you know it would have take root in you and i start germinating you start sending different messages to every part of your body start sending different your thoughts is being you know is being channeled by fear the way you think is being your you you are inspired by fear your thoughts are channeled by fear if you close your eyes you see what you you know it is your your imaginations are taught are fear generated but if you sit with the with this with 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 the scripture if you sit with a sermon from morning to evening on divine health you might not fully get it you will start divine health listening to that message will have to start dealing with one or two things those things you fed on for a while you start dealing with it crush it down flush it out of you before you start building up your faith so faith the building of your faith takes consistency it takes momentum it takes being persistent that is how faith comes about persistency consistency you listen and you listen and you listen you don't stop listening that is how faith comes that is how faith comes you don't stop listening so like i said i'll be talking about faith and fear faith and fear faith and fear so what happened to elijah he got scared he allowed fear to dominate his life and immediately fear dominated his life he began he began to have suicidal thought he began to have suicidal thought and even he, he wanted to pray he was praying to die he was not even praying that god how do we go about it how, how are you going to help me out he was just praying that god you know the best thing the best thing he can think for himself is just to die it's just to die that's the only thing you could think for himself. You know, I wrote in my note, I said, you must change your position to regain your vision. There was a need for Elijah to change his position. He was in a state of fear. And, you know, nothing good comes out of being, being, being fear. When, when you are in fear, nothing good comes out of it. If I'm medically speaking, nothing good comes out of you living in fear. 
God cannot help you when you hold on to fear. Because fear will empower the devil as much as faith empowers God to walk through in your life, to do things in your life. It takes faith. Your faith empowers God to help you out. And fear also empowers the devil to deal with you. So immediately Elijah entertained fear. He opened door for the devil. The devil started dealing with him through the words of, of one person. Through the words of one person. In fact, it was so funny that the person did not even confront Elijah by, by herself. He had to send somebody, he had to send a servant to, to tell Elijah. It was, as, it was as huge as that. It was as huge as that. So when you entertain fear in your life, when you entertain fear in your life, when you start living in uncertainty, when you entertain anxiety, you give the devil opportunity. Opportunity. You give the devil opportunity to, you know, to just mess you up. You give the devil opportunity to determine what to do with your life. What to do with your life. The Bible says there is no fear in love. He said, perfect love cast out all fear. If you want to measure, in fact, what they call perfect love, what the scripture calls perfect love, eh? Is the eradication you can make you can say whether you know whether you are experiencing perfect love by by zero fear by zero fear perfect love perfect love cast out all fear so the, the the way God loves us he doesn't give room for fear because fear fear it it has torment fear has torment and you know the scripture made us understand that God is not the author of confusion. God is the author of peace. He will never, he will, God will never torment you. Forget it, forget it. I know you might be disobedient. You might be this. You might be. God is a loving Father. He will not torment you. He will not torment you. Jesus had already paid for all those things. Even no matter how, how, how messed up your life is god is just a loving father he's there for you he knows that you don't have it figured out so and he doesn't want to he doesn't want to increase you know you are passing through a lot god is not that person god is not that human being that he's not that god god is not that god that will not inflict more pain on you already you are going through one pain he's there to ease your pain The Bible said, come unto me, those that are heavily loaded. He said, come. He said, I will give you rest. So what God has to offer is rest. What God has to offer is rest. So wherever, wherever we sense fear, we should know this is not God. Wherever we sense fear, whatever business you want to do, you sense fear. You lose your peace. You know, this is not what God wants me to do. You know, sometimes it's not so hard to know what God wants us to do. And what God does not want, to do, want us to do. It's so simple sometimes. I just I just feel it's all about being sensitive to the move of the spirit, understanding how the spirit of God works. It really, really saves us a lot of time and a lot of wasted effort. It's not until God opens your eyes and you begin to see some things, or until you sleep, you have some dream, until you hear my son, my son, until this and that. You want to enter into a business, something, you just sense so much fear and you take a step back. And, and be sure, oh man told this here friend Amash Kopela, just take time out and pray in tongues. God, what, what are you trying to communicate? Because 
there is no fear in love we are goddess the bible says we are the spirit of the lord is there is liberty there is freedom there is liberty <laughs> there is liberty Mando shalabara so where there is appearance of fear there is no liberty there is torment there is torment so elijah was going through a moment in his life that he was facing torment because of what because he entertained fear in his life so it is possible that is why i said faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing you don't stop hearing you don't stop hearing elijah has been able to do a lot of things he has been able to do a lot of things yeah he was able to do a lot of things but he stopped hearing at that moment of his life he stopped hearing what he, he had always been hearing elijah was a man eh? he was a man that 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 had position in fact he was saying when he, when he was telling Ahab about when when he wanted to shut the heaven he said in, in he said by my words in 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 the presence of whom in, in the presence of god whom i stand so elijah had this habit of standing in the presence of god elijah had this habit he's always standing he's always he, he, you know he has a it's not like he has an attendance of always standing in the presence of god he was he's so used to the presence of god and that point at elijah's life you know sometimes you get to some point and you know we start taking some things for for granted so fear came fear came and he couldn't meet anything that's why you know i was taking a session on true spirituality some weeks back i was saying i said as much as possible we don't want your challenges to 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 strangle you you don't want to be crushed by your challenges make sure that you have enough of god's words in your life because the day your challenge the day temptation will come the day all these things will come the trials and everything will come it is the word of god that will save you out it is the word of god that will save you it's the word of god you know because you got there's scriptural example when jesus when the devil came to tempt jesus jesus you know go to a corner and pray he had to he had to he had to you know give him he had to give him back jesus knew the word jesus jesus like jesus is the word jesus himself is the word he knew the word and he had he understand that this is knowledge battle this is not about you know this is not about calling fire down this is not about calling water down this is not about you know cast and bind this is also about knowledge this is about information power information this is knowledge the bible said wisdom is a principal thing so this is this is about this is about knowledge this is application of knowledge so when the devil came jesus already knew he had already he he had come across it in the scripture he knew the position of the devil so he had to tell the devil he had to remind the devil where his position is he had to tell the devil that you can't test your lord your god it's are you okay devil you can't test your lord your god so immediately the devil heard that and said okay i give up this man knows what he is doing it's just like when you find yourself in the court of law you if you go there it is what if if it is you know you have to the only way you can win your case is by you accurately for when you accurately follow what is written in the book of of codes and conduct and all those things when you know everything then you stand a chance you stand every chance of winning that case 
But when you are a lawyer that does not even know the code of conduct, then your hopefulness, even if you are not guilty, your case is not meant to is is not guilty. The case you are representing is not guilty. But the fact that you don't know the code and conduct, you lose that case. You lose that battle. So that was it. So when the word of Jezebel came, he came to Elijah and met Elijah in a place where the, the heart of Elijah was so vacant. So there was nothing to to counter it. It's just like when medical people will tell us that, you know, when sickness wants to come into our body, our hormones begins to fight it out. Okay, is it red blood cell or whatever? They begin to fight it and this. So the only way you can counter and overcome bad news is by listening to good news. Make sure you have enough of good news in your life. Because the day bad news come, your good news will be able to, you know, they will fight the bad news for you. But if you don't have bad news, you don't have good news in your life, and the only thing you've been listening to is one bad news or the other, one this or the other, the day another bad news will come, it will break you down. 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 It will literally break you down. Break you down. And that's what that's what fear comes to do. It comes to you know to to take you off guard. That's what fear comes to do. That is what fear has come to do. The Bible says the, the the thief has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So that's the mission of fear, is to kill whatever you are trying to do, is to distract you, is to get you confused, is to mess things up, or is to get you distracted, is for you to lose course, and you know. You know, I've come to understand that you know the devil will always fight purpose. The devil fight purpose. He fight purpose. The devil fight purpose. It was another point in in the life of Elijah to reproduce because at that moment, that moment Elijah had to reproduce. So it was more like a new season was coming for Elijah for him to reproduce, and the devil just wanted to get him off balance. The devil wants to get him confused because he needed to be in his right mind for him to make selection of who is going to take over from him. So the devil just wants to get him off course. So you entertain the devil by allowing fear. You entertain the devil by accommodating fear into your heart. You don't need your village people for you to have issues in life. Do you get what I'm saying? You don't need village people. In fact, if if you are if if you are a Christian, you are a believer that believes in the in the death and the resurrection resurrection of Jesus, you shouldn't have village people mentality. You should understand that village people are not the threat. You are the threat. You are the one threatening the village people. You are the light of the world. So you have to come to understand that the devil fights purpose. The devil is always fighting purpose. So it was a new season. A new season was in front of Elijah. It was about to step into a new season. So the devil wanted to get him off course. By what? By introducing fear into his life. So when you locate fear in your life, wherever you locate fear in your life, understand that there is God's purpose in that area that the devil is trying to fight. There is God's purpose in that area that the devil is just trying so hard to fight. There's, there's, there's God's purpose in that part that the devil is trying hard to fight. The same thing happened to Jesus. He was trying to fight purpose. He understood that Jesus, he understood that Jesus, that if Jesus succeed, then it's over for him. 
So he, he, you know, he came and started giving Jesus some flashes and all those things. He was giving Jesus another alternative. <laughs> so he, the guy, that guy is always fighting purpose. He's always fighting purpose. He's always fighting purpose. And the most powerful tool the devil will use against a believer is fear. Because he knows that as long as he can get you to be you know to live in fear, then he can he can he can manipulate you. As long as he can introduce, he can entertain fear, he can manipulate you. Because he understands that as long as you are in faith, there's nothing he's he's powerless. He can't do nada. He can't do anything. He can't do anything. So you must change your position to regain your vision. If you are staying in the place of fear, you need to change that your position for you to regain. And there is no middle ground. Is it that you live in fear? Eh? You live in fear, uncertainty, the fear of the unknown. What will be, will be. Is it that you are that set of people or you are set of people that I know my future. I know what God has for me. My future is bright. I am loved by God. I'm favored. I'm blessed. His goodness and his mercy chase after me all the days of my life. I know the thoughts that God has to, towards me is of good and not of evil to give me hope and a future. I have hope. I have future. Is it that you are that set of people or you are that set of whatever we be, we be? Or you are that set of people that ah, how we tomorrow? You are, you know, you are so anxious for everything, for everything. You are so anxious. You are so anxious. You are so anxious. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. And I can assure you, I can assure you, for every believer, there is always this season, always this season in our life that seems like you know. Things are getting overwhelming. It looks like it's getting. There's always a season like that. There's always. I can promise you. There's always every believer in the scripture had to go through that same season. In fact, the Bible was telling us about Abraham. He said, "When, when it seems that all, all hope was lost, he said Abraham would held God by his words. <laughs> so when everything finished, there was even nothing to hope for." There was nothing to hope for, like everything. Just there was nothing to hope for. Abraham decided to hold on to God so that God has said it. I will believe it. God has said it. I will believe it. So there is always that season that will come that things look overwhelming. That I will so, you, something about you will be tested. Is it your love might be tested? Your trust might be tested. Your deeds, your faithfulness might be tested. Your money might be tested whatever might be tested in fact if if, if if you check the book of mark 14 32 mark 14 30 34 sorry the bible said and he said to them my heart is overwhelmed with anguish and crushed with grief that was jesus jesus was saying that his heart is overwhelmed and is crushed with grief what with grief it feels as though i am dying stay here and keep watch for me that was Jesus. That was his season. So every believer goes through that same season. Where it looks like the only thing that you can do is to be scared. When, you, when, when, when it looks like the only thing that you could do is to be unsure of what tomorrow holds for you. Every believer gets to that season. Every believer. It gets to that season. Where something 
you'll be tested it might be money you'll be something will just eat you so hard it will overwhelm you it will want to crush you it will want to crush you it will look like man everything ah is this how he's gonna hate this every believer will get to that point every single believer every believer will get to that point every believer jesus got to that point <laughs> every believer will get there that's the truth of the matter it's not going to be a rosy journey hotry. the bible says even though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death so there is always a point where you walk through the valley of the shadow of death or do you think the valley of the sh valley of the shadow of death is something that you know oh 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 my god it's something that you just dream you you know you just eat ice cream or do or you flex pass you know it's not it's painful <laughs> it's painful it's hard it's strong you might go through the valley of the shadow of death it's a season every believer goes through it every believer goes through that season when you have to trust god for one thing over and over and it's, it looks like uh, this thing is not gonna happen you trust God for this. You've been trusting God for scholarship for, for a very long time. Man, you just keep need to keep trusting God. But because that's the only way through is going to come. Because if you want to go the other side, it's not still going to work out. It's just going to waste your time and your energy. But because it, it, it might look like, you know, it's delaying, it's delaying, it's delaying. No, don't worry. It will, not, it, it will come. It will come at its appointed time. It will not tarry. So you need to keep believing. So you are just in that season when it looks like it's you are being overwhelmed by your situation. Every believer gets to that point. So I want everybody to know tonight. So if you are in that point, congratulations because you are about to step into a new season of your life. It's not because you know, it's not because you are not you know serving God well. That is why you are there. You know, it's not. It's a season every believer goes through. Even our standard, Jesus had to go through that season. People, those that are those that are on the world theme of faith, they had to go through that season. Go and check every single one of them. They had to go through that season where it seems like everything got they got overwhelmed by their situation. So don't feel bad about it. You are not left out. You are, you know, <laughs> you are not alone. We are all in this together. We are all in this together. Can we just pray in tongues for the next two minutes? Mandulo shati branga Jesus. Ayela manga rizo supregedina mushelaka mungere muskibala katiana mada. Ayela manda rizo subrakapana tilavusia. Andiribu shati bradoza kebrando vila kamoshka. Egeduze abrenda de menaganagamegabela kosa. Jimamba kanuski na manangoro betuski na namando berukuski na natavia anglini muzubaragadige na gamogobela kamandikatumbaragadia elimbre de dosia venakubaratia zemena kamenakamakadia laba gedusha barakatuzu suvrinambela kunda felakabatuza ashobela kore mesa savrinda de natova gila aruze sivrena manja la kabrando vina tetla dosia afudomina kadila taruza kadi mote frinande le bujeti abron the vishemente lembra coscamande le bushiti bracatande le bodusia andele de bush andele de bosia. Lord, I decree tonight those that lack.
back strength begin to release strength into them right now they feel weak they, they feel like they want to just give up lord i decree in the name of jesus i decree strength upon them right now and holy ghost you know them holy spirit you know them holy ghost you know those set of people that you know they are just overwhelmed by their situation they are they are, they are beginning to you know they are beginning to get tired and read it i release breath into you right now right now right now i release breath into you i release breath into you i release strength into you Holy Spirit, begin to touch them right now. Begin to release strength into them right now. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. You know, so guys, I want us to know that you cannot be helped if you entertain fear. God cannot help you if what you do is to hold on to fear. God can't help you. You can't be helped. There is limit to what God can do if you decide to live in fear. There is limit to what God can do. So the opposite of faith is fear. I'm telling you. The opposite of faith is fear. There is no middle ground. The opposite of faith is fear. Is it that you have faith or you you have fear? Is is you know is 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 it that is one of the two? Is one of the two. And you know, Pastor Tokwe was saying yesterday that the power of God is contained in His words. The power of God is contained in His words. The holy way through which your faith can be built is by hearing and hearing. I told us, you must not stop hearing. That is how faith comes. You must not stop hearing. And what do you hear this time around? You hear the scripture, the word of God. That is the holy means through which your faith can come, through which your faith can can be built. It is by hearing God's word. It is by hearing God's word. It is by hearing God's word. How does fear comes? By listening to what is not God's word. By sitting down with CNN, by sitting down with Al Jazeera, by sitting down with, uh, you know, in with Press TV, and you know, you watch all the wars that is happening in Afghanistan, the what wars that is happening in Syria, in Sudan, and in Sudan and all those things. That is how fear comes by entertaining contrary news to what the Scripture, to the promises of the Father. That's how fear comes. Another faith comes. It comes by listening to the Word of God. To the word of God. Because the word of God will inform you of who you are. <laughs> so when you are being informed of who you are, you begin to behave the way you are meant to behave. Yoruba people will say, Aki Romo Bakamari dan Shaki Obalare. That means you can't see the son of a king and you not see royalty in him. But he needs to be first of all informed that he is a son of the king. Because if he is not informed, he will live like the son of a commoner. So the difference between the son of a common and the son of a king is information. <laughs> it's information that you, you are a son of a commoner and you, you are a son of a king. So you begin to behave because you begin to behave like a son of a commoner because you are being told because you know 
you are being informed that you are a common son. But when you are being informed that you know your father is the king, you behave like like a prince. You don't hit anyhow, you don't talk anyhow, you don't behave anyhow, you don't dress anyhow, you don't do anyhow. You don't do anyhow. You don't do anyhow. So how does faith comes? Faith comes by hearing, by hearing the word of God. By hearing the word of God. So that was and you know how do you get fear out of your life? How do you get fear out of it? You get fear out of your life by speaking the word of God, by staying put on the word of God. That is how you get fear out of your life. How did Elijah? How was it? How did Elijah got his restoration back? He needed to be fed. He was fed. They fed him the first time. It was not enough to get that fear, to get that fear out of him. They had to feed him again. They had to feed him again. So our journey in God requires faith. The Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. So if you want to walk with God, it requires your faith. You need faith to walk with God. No, you can't entertain uncertainty and say you want to walk with God. It doesn't God does not work with uncertainty. God works with by faith. So if you want to walk with God, if you want to do business with God, if you want to do business in deep waters. In the kingdom, faith. Faith is our currency in the kingdom. Our currency. Faith is our currency in the kingdom. So that is how we assess everything in the kingdom is by faith. Faith is the exchange for whatever you will receive in the kingdom. In fact, the scripture was saying, it said, whatever you pray, it said, whatever you ask when you pray, believe and you will receive. So everything will you will receive, you have to believe it. Do you get what I'm saying? You have to believe it. For you to receive it so faith is our currency it is our means of exchange in the kingdom that is how we get things in the kingdom is your means of exchange in the kingdom faith is the currency faith is the currency is the currency that is what we spend that is our exchange that is our exchange rate in the kingdom <laughs> That is why the devil fight so much that you you st you, you 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 stay out of it and stay in fear. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Mando robo shate kama kora masikina faladisko. Halima na mana mana matua diira pashkola umberge diya na masazifra. Uzuzi amraka diyumvashema na kambi ando bede bede kanu ya saba. So you 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 know. You listen to the word of God. I'm telling you, there's no two ways to eat. It's the word of God. It's the word of God. That is how your faith is being built. It is by true God's word. It is by true God's word. There is provision for us. The Bible even made us understand that we've been blessed with all spiritual blessings. But all these things need to be assessed by faith. It needs to be assessed by faith. The blessings of Abraham, the Abrahamic blessing, the book of Galatians was making us understand that we are, you know, we have access to it. We are partaker of that blessing by faith. So everything you have in the kingdom is by faith. Faith makes provision for everything. It makes provision for everything. And that is why the generation that we find ourselves, everything keeps telling us that we don't have to, you know, our faith does not have to be built. You know, today, you know, something funny happened today. 
I was walking all through. I was in the office. I was walking all through. Towards the evening, I was done working. I just wanted to relax. Oh, let me just go on social media. I just went on Twitter. The next thing I will bump on was silhouette challenge. Silhouette. I'm a photographer. I know what silhouette means. I, I know it's a very good art. It's a very good way of expressing art and stuff. Until the next thing, the video just pop on silhouette challenge. See people dancing nakedly under red light. I'm telling you, that's very minute. My heart started racing. Like for over 10 minutes, my heart was racing. My heart, I, I, like, I lost my peace in for like 10 minutes. I had, I, I lost my peace. And immediately I just entered my water bar and I was just starting with my babe. I said, babe, did you see this? And she was saying, babe, it's very demonic. Even me that I'm a woman, I felt something strange within me. That is where we find ourselves. So that is why it's important we are being intentional. We need to keep hearing the word of God. You don't have to be, you can't base your, your Christian journey on just Sunday do's alone. If you base your Christian journey on Sunday do's alone, man, I don't know how you are going to survive in this generation. I don't know. Probably generations before you might survive, but I don't know how you, you are going to survive in this generation. Because every day something new keeps coming out that is fighting your faith. Something new keeps coming out that is fighting your feet. Something new keeps coming out from Hades that is fighting your feet. So I don't know how you're going to survive in this generation as a believer. If if the holy thing you do is your Sunday do's, listen to someone that the pastor preached. And in fact, it's just that time. It's just that one hour or 45 minutes that pastor used to preach. That's the only time you will listen. When they ask you, when you get them, what did you learn? You say, oh, pastor said a lot of things. But we give God all the glory. Thank God. We just, we thank God. We thank God. So you, you have to listen. You have to be intentional about it. You have to be like Abraham that held on to the word of God. When everything was saying no, when all hope was lost, Abraham held on to God's word. He held on to God's word. The word of God, he head on to it. So we have to be like Abraham that head on to God's word. We have to understand that if if everything is being taken away from us, the word of God must not be taken away from us. In fact, I shared a video with Tinika some days back. It was one of it was an American preacher that went to China and he met with you know in China you can't just you know do open church and everything. It has to be underground and stuff. And you know it was like uh, and, you know a lot of. He was saying there were leaders of 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 different groups that they were like twenty something, so they were doing a very close door meeting. So he was now asking, how many of you has gone to prison because of the gospel? Sixteen raised their hands up out of twenty two. He began to he began to what was he called? He began to he began to um. He began to ask them, you know, he, he was not like, they wanted to study at a point. He now said the scripture, okay, he said, okay, first Peter, this, this, this. Somebody started, so somebody had to hand over a Bible to another person. She started reading the scripture. Often, and she was like, whoa, 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 whoa. How come? She was like, oh, whenever we are in the prison, you know, that is what we do in the prison. We just memorize God's word. Because we know we have, we don't have access to reading, so they, they, they sneak in the scripture. They would have write it inside a, a paper. It's not even Bible now. They don't sneak in complete Bible. They have to sneak in some chapters written with hand, and they, they will start memorizing it, memorizing it. So if anything is being taken away from you, make sure the word of God is not being taken away from you. Because the day your challenge, your situation will keep knocking at your door. That's the only thing. 
temptation whatever will keep knocking at your door that's the holy thing that is going to save you your money is not going to save you your 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 influence is not going to save you it's god's word that is going to save you so you must know how important the importance and the rule of god's word in the kingdom you must know you must know you must know. You must know. You must understand. You know, in the book of Matthew 4 4, he was saying, but Jesus told him, No, the scripture says, People do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. How do you live? You live by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And where are those mouths written? The scripture is written by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. The scripture is the mouth of God. The scripture is the words that came out of the mouth of God. That is how you are meant to live. You are not meant to live by bread. So as much as food nourishes your body, the word of God nourishes your spirit. And they want you, you know, as much as possible, I'm, I'm a good eater. I eat good food. I love eating, man. I love eating good food. I love eating good food because I know and I understand the fact that, you know, food has its contribution to our body. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? It has its contribution. So, but as much as possible, I've come to understand that when, 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 when you put so much investment in the things of the flesh, your flesh grows and become dominant it begins to dominate and begins to influence your decision but when you invest in your spirit your spirit grows and it, it be, becomes it becomes the seat of your decision making it becomes the seat of your decision making so jesus is telling you that people do not live by bread only you don't you are not meant to live by bread only you are meant to live by every word that come out of the mouth of god that is the medium true god wants you to live so you have to come to understand that you and i are not being designed to live by bread alone you, we are not being designed to live by bread alone you know it's just like when you say you want to you you, you, you it's just like when you say you want to fuel a gasoline a gasoline car with water and you expect it to function, it will not function. It will misbehave, it will break down. So if you live by bread alone, man, the day the devil knock at your door, the day challenges knock at your door, the day social media knocks at your door, you are gonna break down. You will break down. Because today, you know, as 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 the silhouette trend, another trend came up, Vaseline trend. So the purchase of Vaseline increased today. The purchase of Vaseline increased today. So that is it. So for every yes, I forget. I mean, for there's this law in physics. Is for every decision, equal opposite and equal something. So for every decision you make, there's always a result. So one of the result of silhouette, I be whatever challenge today is that vaccine purchase increased, increased. So you have to feed your faith and starve your. Faith your fear to death and how do you feed your faith i told us you feed your faith by sitting down with the word of god by being intentional with the word of god that is how you feed your faith and how do you starve your fear to death is by listening to god's word it is by saying god's word by being audible on god's word you can't be you know you can't just you know you know one of my mentors says he said he said christianity is for talkers christianity is for talkers 
You can't be a Christian and you, you are not using your mouth. You have to use your mouth. You have to create your reality by speaking God's word. Because everything we see today was created as a result of God speaking. And God said, let there be light. So you need to say God's word. That is how you starve your fear to death. You have to be intentional about your life. You have to be intentional about your life. God is not responsible for the growth of your faith. You are. You know, I said, you can also ask for help. But still, you still have to ask. So you, you are making an effort of asking. And how do you ask for help? It's by sitting with the word of God. So you have to make an effort. God is not going to make the effort of making your faith grow for you. You have to make that effort. You have to make that effort. You have to make that effort. You know, you have to come to understand that your spirit responds to God's word. Your spirit responds to God's words as your body responds to food. Your spirit responds to God's word as your body responds to food. Listen very well. Your spirit responds to God's word as your body responds to food. As your body responds to food. Don't be everyday eater. Take time out. Don't be everyday Netflix. Take time out. Ah, Don't be everyday, everyday um, circular music, music listener. Take time out. Listen to music that stir up your faith. Music that stir up your spirit, man. Music that, you know, immediately you play them. The next thing that comes out of your mind is You can't just help it. You just have to voice out and you just have to respond with tongues. You have to you have to you have to be intentional guys you have to be intentional i'm sure when ladies are here you know when a lady wants to you know you want to go to home and bear her anything even if it will take her to wake up 5 a.m to start doing her makeup she doesn't mind if it is to do makeup to church on sunday even if it costs her to wake up for him you know you are being intentional about your beauty be intentional about your faith guys let us be intentional because that is how we move in the kingdom. That is how we, we experience the reality of the blessings and the promises that is embedded in the kingdom. That is how we lay hold of God's promises for us in the kingdom. It is by building our faith. Man, I have a lot of things listed. I have a lot of things listed. I have a lot of things listed in my notes. In fact, I, I do not even talk about my notes. Oh my God. Glory to the Father. Glory to, to the Father. Glory to the Father. I'm going to round up now. I'm going to round up now. You know, I have to make a little bit of research. What's, you know, what, what are the, you know, what are the consequences of fear as, as a person? What, how, how does fear affect us? And I got from my research, I got the fact that fear can affect people. Physical health. It can affect your physical health. University of Minnesota. You know, I got that from university. Of, I mean, so that's why you have people with cardiovascular damage, you know, irritable bowel syndrome and all those things, and decreased fertility. Fear, fear can cause that. The reason why some people they've not given birth, they are they are experiencing infertility and all those things, is because they live in fear. 
So I wanted to read vas, vasco, uh, vascular, cardiovascular damage, and there was too much English. And I know if I was done reading all those things, you know, it might start, <laughs> you know, you might start putting my head in. You, know, you want to mess up my head, so I had to just leave it that way. Brain processing, fear affects brain processing. It affects the way you process things. It affects your mental health. Fear leads to depression. It affects memory. It begins to trigger things that you don't want to, you know, you don't want to recall. You don't want to remember. You don't want to remember. So, guys, I'm going to round up with this. You know, Joseph Prince said something. He said, wherever God finds faith, he is so pleased. Wherever God finds faith, he is so pleased. Because faith glorifies God. And God honors faith. What does God honor? He honors faith. What what glorifies God? Faith glorifies God. What pleases God? Faith pleases God. Without faith, no man can see God. Without faith, you can't see God. You can't have access to God. You can't do business with God without faith. It takes faith to lay hold of the promises. It takes faith to lay hold of the promises. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much, guys. I really enjoyed myself this night. Thank you so much. Thank you, ECCN. Thank you, True Spirituality. You guys are wonderful. Thank you for giving us this platform. Because we can't be here saying all these things if you guys don't, you know. You guys came around and you said yes to Jesus. So I, I really need to say thank you for saying yes to Jesus. It's really, really, really. It's really, really, really awesome. So I want you guys to know God loves you. He loves you so much. You are internally loved. You are internally loved. And nothing can change God's the way God feels about you, nothing can change you. Not even you can change the way God feels about you. The way He feels about you is eternal. Is eternal. So God loves you. ECC and God loves you. True spirituality. God loves you. Just tell yourself. Just say, tell yourself, say, God loves me. Everybody, 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 everybody on the group, on Mixer inbox, God loves me. Everybody. I just want to see that God loves me. God loves me. I am. God loves me. Just write it. God loves me. God loves me. God loves me. Jesus loves me. Oh, my God. Oh, shati bandele de diakura masekundi lavato petuski. God loves me. He loves me. He can't stop thinking about me. I'm the apple of his heart. I'm the, I'm the thoughts that fuse his heart every day, morning, new and night. Oh, my name is written in the palm of his hands. God loves me. He loves me. He loves He can't stop thinking about me. He can't stop thinking about me. Oh, Jati Branda Davila Masanka Sufina Dabashki. He loves me. He loves me. He loves me. He's so, he's, you know, he loves me. He loves me so, so, so much. He loves me so, so, so much. He can't just take his eyes off me. He can't just take his eyes off me. He can't just take his gaze off me. I think I need to just stop here so that we, you know, so that we won't, we won't turn this thing to another, another, another message. So guys, God loves you. He loves you. He loves you with all his being god loves you with all his being with every end all of him with every essence of him he loves you that is how god loves you he loves you he had to put everything on the line he had to put everything everything that god who dear to himself that is jesus jesus is the only person god who's dear to himself he had to put jesus on the line for him to show how much he loves you <laughs> 
you know imagine the only person that is giving you joy they should not say you should let, let him go that was the scenario jesus is the holy person that is that pleases god that understands what god wants and god had to let him go and die for you and i he had to take that risk you know today i was just coming out and i was just ruminating within my head that you know it's so funny that god had to let jesus go die without being certain of whether bdm is going to say yes to jesus it doesn't matter whether i say yes to jesus the word that matters is whether i say yes to him he still wants to die for me to show how much he loves me to show how much he loves me so god loves you and i ECCN, god loves you true spirituality god loves you